Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Baylor Director of Athletics, Mac Rhodes, joins us. 365 Sports, Craig Smoke, Paul Catalina, and David Smoke. It's been a while. I had a chance to visit with Mac in the studio back during the uh, end of the year. But it, it's been a while. You guys can introduce yourselves. Garrett, uh, Garrett Ross runs the mothership. Paul Craig, say hi to Co- uh, Mac. Hi. I mean, I did when I called him. Yeah. You know, it was good. It's good to talk to him again. Hey, hear Mac. his voice. Mac. It's good. it's good to be with the three of you. I may have said that I that I missed. I've really missed Paul and Craig, but but the other guy can't remember his name. I'm I'm not sure about. Well, you're stuck with me. That's all there is to it. You are. Stuck with me. A lot of things to get to, and I know you have uh, uh, something else to do in about 20 minutes, another meeting or whatever, as always. The Big 12 schedule release, you have four games in a row against teams out of Utah and Colorado, kind of a unique twist. Uh, the, the game with Utah, of course, non-conference. Was there anything in particular you, when you looked at the schedule, popped out to you? No, I, I think it's a good blend, and I think the sequencing of the of the of the scheduling, and you know, just how far we're traveling, you know, distance in terms of when you when you think about, you know, back to back road trips, the Iowa State, Texas Tech, the West Virginia, Houston, right? Um, you know, and again, you know, this is the year, obviously, where we play five Big Twelve on the on the on the road, but uh, but really like the schedule, you know, with with adding. You know the four Pac-12 schools. You know uh, this game. You know with versus versus Utah. You know originally you know scheduled um, stayed as a as a non-conference, and so I thought you know that's certainly unique. But we weren't the only one. The uh, the Arizona uh, at K State is also a a non-conference uh, matchup. But um, I think great trip when we think about at Utah, Salt Lake City, and and, um, and then, you know, you think about, you know, at Colorado, Boulder. But, um, again, really, really like it. You know, um, Oklahoma State, I think, is a, it's a great, you know, uh, game for us and, and, uh, and homecoming. So, um, you know, all of those things. And then, you know, I, I'm certainly grateful – to the Big 12, um, just for recognizing the importance of the of the TCU matchup. You know, that's one of four protected. Um, you know, the others, Arizona, Arizona State, BYU, Utah, uh, Kansas, Kansas State. But, uh, you know, grateful for that so that, uh, you know, we, we get to play our, our friends, you know, um, 80 miles, 90 miles up north of us uh, every, every year. So excited about it. And, um, you know, again – you know, two best teams, you know, will play in, uh, in, uh, AT&T for the, uh, for the big 12 championship. Mac, I know that this year, uh, because of the, where Labor Day falls, that we have two bye weeks, but do you believe with the expansion of playoff and the way the schedule and the future will move around that two bye weeks might be here to stay? 
You know, Paul, it's a great question. I, I really hope so. I, I just think, you know, when we just uh, think about the physicality of our game, the number of games, again, you mentioned, you know, uh, 12 teams. So, you know, what that means in terms of additional games, you know, if you, if you play in the conference championship game, right, then, you know, also if it's not the 12th team, you know, playoffs and then the bowl game. And so, I, I like playing 12 over 14. I like the two buys and, uh, and I hope, I hope it's something that, uh, when we think about, you know, future of football and, you know, as, as you all know, you know, serve on, on football oversight committee, that it's, it's something that we can, we can be intentional about again in the, in the future. Mac, I think one of the only, I guess, uh, complaints, I guess, if you will, that I've seen uh, with the schedule release across the league really has been, you know, BYU and Utah fans who are hoping that that rivalry would fall on rivalry week. I know the Big 12's got their established rivalries and also trying to create new ones as well. But I was just uh, wondering, given the timing of, could you go into just kind of the philosophy there on the part of the conference when it comes to protecting rivalries, uh, rivalry week, just kind of where games are placed and the emphasis of all that? Yeah, no, Craig, it's a, it's a great, you know, it's a great question. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, you use a computer and you, 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 you put in this, this, uh, this, this formula, right. That, that helps to, to, to spit it out. And, you know, I think it's certainly multiple, 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 multiple versions before you get to the, get to the one that, that you like. And I think it's, you know, it's, it's TV partners as well. And so I think just you're, you're trying to navigate. A lot of it. I, I can tell you because I sat on, you know, this, this committee of, of four or five, you know, athletic directors when we, when we, uh, were really mapping out the criteria for the, for the football schedule with, with 16. You know, we really wanted to, to, you know, be true to, you know, what are, what are truly the, the protected rivalries? What are, what are truly the, 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 uh, the, the games that, that need to be played every every year and then you know how do you how do you insert again really we think about it eight new teams you know four and, and then four and and introduce you know those those eight new members throughout the league throughout the, the the fan bases you know them to the to the original eight and then you know the original eight to to, to the to the new eight right and and then how do you how do you begin to you know um formulate those those new rivalries and when you when you think about you know specifically like the full pack 12 schools coming in you know still wanting you know to 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 be able to to play each other not not every year but but trying to 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 nuance that so there was a lot of moving pieces and parts to this and and it uh and it fell out the, the way it did and you know hats off to to our associate commissioner scott draper who, who really led the charge in this space. He, he did a phenomenal job. And, you know, when you're the person in charge of scheduling, uh, when the schedule comes out, um, you end up having probably a, a, a lot of people not, not real happy because everybody can pick out something that, hey, man, I wish this, this was different. But I think overall, um, I think we landed in a great place for, for the Big 12. And then, you know, selfishly and specifically, I think we landed in a great place for Baylor. Nikki Collin, when she arrived, uh, was very um, opinionated about the fact that she wanted this is before Russia or anything like that to bring Brittany Griner back to retire her jersey. There's a lot behind that. 
Obviously, Brittany made comments about Baylor in the program back when she turned pro, but it's been a while. It's been a long, long time, and now you all have announced that you're going to retire her jersey. Um, what kind of emotions do you think you'll see that night and, and the fact that now there's an actual, an actual date where she'll be back in Waco? Um, you know, again, I, I wasn't, as you all know, I wasn't here when, when Brittany was a, was a student athlete and, and played here. I, I will tell you the conversation, you know, within the athletic department, um, by and from those that were here when, when Brittany, Brittany played, what, what I've heard loud and clear is that she was absolutely beloved here. Yep. Um, she was one of our most beloved, you know, student athletes. And, you know, when you think about now, Baylor's been pretty dang blessed with some some really accomplished, you know, former former student athletes. But I don't know that that anybody could, um, you know, uh, rightfully argue that you know Brittany is not you know one of the one of the very very top. And and um, when you think about just you know her Baylor accomplishments, but and and what she meant to to Baylor athletics and and to the, to, to the, to the Baylor family. But also when you think about what she's meant to the sport of women's basketball, both nationally and, and internationally. So, you know, we're excited to bring her back. Um, I think it's going to be a great, great celebration and a, and a great moment. And again, you know, I, I continue to hear just how, how beloved, um, you know, she was, um, when she was, a when she was a student athlete here and you, you know, wow. I mean, you think about some of her accomplishments, a two-time consensus, like consensus national player of the year. Um, and that's, that's a really, really high standard. And, you know, you win a pair of Olympic gold medals. So, um, you know, and, and the other thing that, that I think we're all proud of is that, you know, she, uh, she finished her, her undergraduate degree in, in yep. 2000. And so, um, excited and, and, and happy and, and, uh, for her that she, she, uh, she, uh, got her undergraduate degree. And again, I think it's going to be a, a wonderful celebration. There is no Baylor top two, three or four five list without her in that conversation. She's in that conversation with RG three and Mike Singletary among a couple of others that will be included too. And there's no doubt about that. And she was beloved and also treated incredibly well when she was at Baylor, Paul Mac, um, the, uh, NCAA is investigating a lot of these NIL things. FSU had had an agreement on their punishment, and Florida and Tennessee are getting investigated. We have talked about this before, about simplifying the rules, in that because, you know, when I read some of these violations, it seems like it's a super easy rule for coaches to break unintentionally. You know, driving a kid to a meeting with an NIL collective when that same coach could go to that NIL collective the next night and have a fundraiser in front of, you know, the the people giving money and say, please give us money. Dropping a kid off seems to be a pretty minor thing. Um, You have expressed interest in having the schools have much more of a direct say in it and control over and able to point things. Do you think that eventually they'll be headed in that direction? Because right now it seems like there's a lot of cases out there that the NCAA is going to keep investigating because these rules are pretty easy to break and it's kind of chaotic. Yeah, you know, this is this has been, you know, something that that has involved, you know, uh, as as you all know, and as we've talked about, you know, in the very beginning, right? Um, I felt like as an as an athletic department, we couldn't even speak about it, really, and um, and and had to be really really careful in, in terms of 
you know, what we said, how we talked about it. Um, and it was really, you know, hands, hands off. And then, you know, later it changed and said, Hey, the, the, the NCAA said, Hey, you can, you can come in and, and now assist and, and help. And so I think that that's what, what, you know, we, we've been doing and, uh, and, you know, people across the country have been doing, um, you know, I think the, as, as you, you know, spoke about it, I, I think the, um, you know, where does, where is that line drawn? I think it's just a really hard, hard space to, 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 to navigate. And, you know, I would say that with the, you know, uh, Charlie Baker letter on December 4th, you know, the new, um, NCA division one subdivision, you know, and mention of, of name, image and likeness. And then I think, you know, along with some of the, the antitrust litigation cases out there, there's, there's four of them currently right now. Um, I think you're going to see name, image and likeness even evolve more and, um, whether or not, you know, um, the athletic department, the institution can become even more involved. And or, you know, going as far as, hey, you know, name, image, and likeness comes in-house. And so, you know, you think about potentially like, you know, our Bear Foundation that raises money for, for scholarships, you know. In the future, you know, now all of a sudden are we are we raising money now for, for, uh, for student-athlete scholarships and name, image, and likeness. And so, you know, um, I, I think, again, in the next 12 months, you're going you're gonna to start to see – see it um, maybe maybe have a clearer pathway than, than what it does uh, what it does now. Mac Foster Pavilion has been open for a few weeks now and it's a brand new building and still being worked on to some extent but uh, you got a few games now under your belt. Uh, what have been your positive and I guess even negative impressions so far or things I guess maybe you've identified that uh, you like or want to improve just kind of give me your your feedback so to speak so far and what you've seen at Foster Pavilion. Yeah, I think, you know, again, with the Foster Pavilion still in, in progress, right? As you mentioned, Craig, uh, Craig it's still a, a construction site as we, as we, uh, you know, try to, try to finish up the, uh, the Allison Development Center, but, but also still some things within, within the, the arena portion of the, of the Foster Pavilion. And, uh, you know, I would, I would say again, you know, we were, we were very intentional about wanting to play, you know, the, the, the big 12 season in the Foster Pavilion when we thought about certainly, you know, home court advantage and then, you know, for both programs. And then, you know, just thinking about, you know, our seniors for, for both programs and giving them the, 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 the opportunity. And so I think overwhelmingly it's been extremely, uh, extremely, you know, positive. Um, however, you know, anytime you move into a, a, a new facility, there are, there are things that, that need to be tweaked and, and, and altered and, and resolved. And I think that, you know, our facility staff and even our external staff, you know, have done a great job of, of, you know, developing a, a list and, uh, of, of, of things that, that we, need to, you know, um, fix. It's like going through a house in a, in a closing, right? Where you, where you, 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 you've got a list of things that still need to be, be completed. And so um, I think that, um, you know, we're, we're certainly on top of all of those things. And, you know, we'll have to get to, to the end of the season to, to address them. You know, probably the, 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 the biggest complaint, and no secret to you all, has been, you know, the, uh, 
the discussion, the conversation about, you know, the, the camera angle. And um, it's been interesting. Um, you know, uh, I've had, you know, people reach out to me personally that, you know, um, do not like, absolutely do not like the, the, the camera angle, uh, you know, whatsoever or camera angles. And, and then I've, I've had some reach out to me that they're like, you know, I, it's, it's fine for me, but it's, it's something that, that we need to address. You know, when we went through, obviously, the, uh, the design process, you know, we, we used a, an architectural firm that, you know, was really great in the, in the space of both MBA and, and college arenas. And, you know, of course they bring in a, a third party and they do due diligence, a third party outside consultant. When you think about TV production and camera location and angles. And so we went through that process. Um, we even worked with one of our TV partners and their top production, um, team in terms of, again, um, exact, um, TV or exact camera placement and, and angles, meaning distance from, from floor, et cetera. Um, the one thing we knew is that we were never going to be able to, to, to replicate exactly the, uh, the Ferrell center because that's such a, you know, a horizontal building. This, this is a, a vertical building and, and we were really, really focused on in game, right? Fans on, on top of the action and it being a very, very, very loud building. And I, and I think that, uh, I think that, um, you know, we certainly, certainly, uh, accomplished that. Uh, I think what maybe, you know, quite frankly surprised us is just, um, I don't know that, that we even going through all of that due diligence, the, the difference between feral and, uh, and um, and foster in terms of the camera angles would have been as as pronounced as is what they might be or what some people certainly think they are and so it's something that that we've got to solve and and uh, certainly you know we're working on solutions right now but you know you're not going to be able to address that until until the end of the year so but again I think overwhelmingly it has been um, extremely extremely positive and uh, and people have been, you know, really, really excited about about the, uh, the arena um, in general. Mac, thank you very much for your time. Good to have you back on. We'll talk to you again uh, soon. And uh, are you headed to uh, Orlando with the basketball team? Or are you hanging around town? No, uh, Big Twelve meetings at the at the end of this week, so I will I will be there and um, miss you guys. And uh, let's get some uh, W's this week. Yeah. Uh, women's basketball big game Thursday versus versus UC and men's basketball tomorrow night at, at UCF and then uh, Iowa State Saturday here at, at home while uh, women's basketball heads to Houston on Sunday. So um, let's get some W's in uh, with both men's and women's basketball. That always makes people feel better. Any breaking news you want to give us now about what happens at the Big 12 meetings or you just don't know yet? Well, you know what? I'll text you while I'm in the meeting. There you How go. about that? <laughs> I will accept I will accept it. Mac Rose, Baylor's Director of Athletics with us. Good to have him back. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.